Welcome to episode 250 of the Tawley Talk Podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. 250 episodes. Oh my gosh. Can you add in some applause effects? (laughs) I can. I can, actually. (laughs) And I should. Um, This is a monumental day, my friend. It's, it's, it's been a long time coming. We've been mm-hmm. talking about it for a while uh, with the road to 250. And, you know, that's I'm really excited because you you sent that thing on the socials today about like, what was it exactly? Explain that to me. It was like, yeah, it was a it was a quote that I saw, um, but it made me think about don't forget a towel and all the things that we've done over the over the year <laughs> the decade almost it has been oh, a decade over a decade for D-Bash. over a decade yeah. yeah so you know we started doing the podcast in 2014 and um since that time you know it's we've gone through a lot of things and the quote was you know your first workout will be bad your first podcast will be bad your first speech will be bad first video will be bad the first anything will be bad but you can't make your 100th or 250th without making your first That's so right. put aside your ego and go right so a little inspiration here at 250 but it just made me really proud of how far we've come and how much we've stuck with it for the last decade. Uh, so that's what makes me super happy. Yeah, so much has spawned from from DFAT, from DFAT Comics, and then you moved on to even grander comic things. Um, don't forget a collectible. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's happening. We wrote a comic together. Um, you know, there's... What else? There's so like we did a lot. We Podcast actually, network. I mean, like we had a right. YouTube so D- page, interview right. countless people. I mean, we've we've done a lot in this podcast and on the website. I think it's important to realize that we're well over 250 episodes anyways. Um, but when we started really numbering these, this is where we're at. We have a slew of shows that we've started um, stopped, started it again and more. Um, yeah. I mean, look at pop. Pop Now is its own thing again, uh, which we had started kind of a like a toy history podcast before. Now we've split what we've been doing with toy news off from Tawai Talks into its own thing, which is a lot of fun. Too. I think it deserves its own time in, time in the spotlight. <laughs> so. so we've got a really, really big episode. Um, you know, just take it in chunks as you listen because you know you've stuck with us for this long (laughs) you could stick with us for a a big episode we have a lot of news to cover um but before we do it do it the way we start almost every episode which is geeking out chris what are you geeking out on oh my gosh casey um i i started breath of the wild again probably for the third time and now I'm on the second Divine Beast, so I'm pretty deep into it already, um, and I love yeah. it. I just I don't know what my problem was before. I'm one of those I'm one of those people who don't like change at first, and then I adapt to it because that's what you should do. Um, and it's it's a wonderful game. I have it's it's meditative, which I really need right now. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you play it, I it's a it's a beautiful game, and I'm I'm really happy that I I have this chance to play through it again. Um, I picked up Vampire Survivors on Switch uh, yeah. because I I had played it 
you know, when, a year ago when we went to mobile. LA Comic Con and, um, and then I played mobile. Exactly. So it's like, I didn't have the full experience and now I have, and it's like the most addictive thing I've done in a while. So, and I've gotten like some crazy stuff going on with it already. So it's amazing how deep that game is an and onion. how many things you can unlock. It's, it's crazy. Um, and it's just, my wife said the other day that really brought into perspective was it's, it's, it's like Pac-Man, um, but it's 10 million times better than Pac-Man. And I love Pac-Man, but yeah. it, like that really stuck with me. Um, and it's it's one of my favorite things. Um, I don't know what else, man. I've just I, you I downloaded been watching Chrono Trigger, of, right? <laughs> I did. I did. I have I've had Chrono Trigger in a bunch of other games in my Vita for a long time, which I've kept on there because you lose access eventually to the store and things like that. So um, I do want to play Chrono Trigger because I've I've started it in the past, but I've never fully played it, and I really want to do that after Sea of Stars and my whole Final Fantasy run. And you know, it's it's something that it's one of the best RPGs of all time. So it's time to do that. Um, and then I, you, I started you, 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 Hakashi, what was it? Hakashi, Hakasha, you Haka. I don't know. Um, you know started watching, I, do. I don't know. I, once they announced that live action, when I was like, I, I've been wanting to watch the anime. And so yeah. it's on Crunchyroll. And I started it last night. Um, so that's, that's one of the other things. I don't I don't know, man. Um, Super Mario RPG comes out this weekend, so I'm pretty pumped, too. I know. I have some friends who have uh, gotten the leaked version of it. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, it's that. very good. Um, nice. nice. You know, I'm, I'm geeking out on... I, I went through Blue-Eyed Samurai very quickly. It's one of the best shows I've seen this year. And really? when I think about this year, as far as content, TV, movies, video games, especially, like, I think I sent you that article where someone was saying, like, this could be the best year ever for video game. It's definitely the best year Easy. for RPGs, like, oh, hands down, like nonstop bangers. So, yeah, it's just it's a wild year for stuff. And this was like, it's just snuck in. And I you are going to love it. You more than anyone I know. <laughs> I think like, you know, I know you'll like the live action of uh, One Piece when you get there. I really do think that. But for your yeah. samurai aesthetic and the anime aesthetic, you're going to like lose your mind over this. I heard it's unlike anything like people have ever watched in a way. There's like. Yes, the stuff they do. And I watched some of the behind the scenes stuff, but I didn't want to watch too much of it because I didn't want to ruin it for myself. But the stuff they were doing that I was watching with like the captures and all that stuff. Um, it's really amazing looking. So I'm really excited to watch that. Yes. Yeah. The fight scenes are like on another level, like the raid meets John Wick meets, you know, Samurai, <sighs> like because you're just, you're just fighting nonstop freaking things and hopefully season two gets announced um because they leave it you know open and mm. yeah we'll get to all the netflix wildness um this year or this episode but yeah i did want to mention i, I started watching watching invincible since season two just dropped and i am so like shocked at the level of violence in it. i'm just like this is awesome season so did you watch season one or no i'm on episode three now Oh, so, you, I got to the end of episode one. <laughs> no, I know. 
But the ending, the end of episode one, I was just like, what just happened? So there is, I mean, Invincible is up there as far as the greatest superhero things I've seen. I mean, I like the boys is up there, you know, all the other stuff, but yeah, Invincible season two, I guess I'd be geeking out on that. Watch the first episodes of that. And we started Gen V. Did you Uh, like it? I heard it's great. It's really good. Yes. I mean, it's (laughs) the same shit. (laughs) Like just another. (laughs) This leads into season four, right? This is like, it's It's like a between the seasons. Yeah. So it's, but that's the thing that's so great is it's just, it's in continuity and it's just expanding right. that world. Oof. So yeah, yeah lots of stuff, that. lots of stuff this year. Um, I can't wait to talk about our year end because it's going to be packed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before we get to the news, we did have a couple of uh, announcements for people who have passed away, unfortunately, um, starting off with Richard Roundtree, best known as Shaft. Um, I know him in, from Dust Till Dawn. He was really mm-hmm. good at that. I mean, he's just in a... He was all over the place, man. One of the, the best, you know, black exploitation actors out there and um, always liked to see him in roles, so that was sad. Okay. And, yeah, we've got uh, Richard Maul, best known probably as Bull from Night Court. <laughs> he's in a bunch of other things, too, but, you know, one of those character actors... He, I know you started watching Night Court again, right? I I did, um, but I wanted to bring up the when he was in the first Highlander the TV show episodes as the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. He was like the Kurgan-esque bad guy. Yes, I was like, yes, oh, yes. Richard Mole. Um, but also the amount of um, voice acting Richard Mole has done as well is pretty impressive. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah, Scooby Doo <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. And, and then finally, Matthew Perry. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I've watched Friends a lot. Like, no, I know that. I know that about. Yeah, you. <laughs> I've watched it many times. Yeah. So it was really sad to hear about this. Uh, Chandler's probably my favorite character on the show because he's just a sarcastic asshole like I am, and yeah, it was it was sad uh, to you know I like Matthew Perry in general, but obviously. Friends is the biggest thing he's known for. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was a just a uh, really tragic thing that happened. Um, yes. Yeah. So wait, young. so young. So. So we'll just take a moment of silence uh, for their friends and family. All right. So let's get over to Marvel news. Um, first things up. There's a book. It's called MCU. Uh, the reign of Marvel Studios. It covers those first, uh, you know, like 11 years of Marvel and it goes through its juggernaut um, everything. And it's on my Christmas wish list and I want to read this. No, exactly. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about everything, how the, with the MCU status now, but it's, it's not like we loved it. We were there opening night all the time. I, that yeah. was first 10 years, man. I was, yeah. it just redefined comic books and comic book media for me. So I'd, I would love to read this book. Yeah, me too. I cannot, cannot wait for that. Um, so yeah, speaking of MCU is kind of going in a new direction. They say a lot of dates got moved around. I think some things got canceled in the background. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see 
armory wars. You know what I mean? Like maybe he'll move up Shang-Chi. I don't know. Some things like that. But for right now, um, what do you think? Like just briefly, you're, you're, where should Marvel be right now? In all honesty, Marvel needs to start catering to multiple audiences. Um, listen, Ms. Marvel or the Marvels, whatever. It's it's not for me. I'm not going to sit here and bash it. I may have mm-hmm. watched the movie, but I have no interest in seeing it. I have no interest in seeing a lot of these movies at all in theater. When I used to run to the theater first day, need to watch the characters that were there. Yep. It's been it's been a mess, right? Um, but you did 10 years. You did this epic thing. It's time to spread out a little bit. You want to go in one direction with the main continuity, it's fine. But there's fans out there that are 40 years and above that are looking for some darker content that love the Netflix stuff, that reacted very well to Echo, the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very excited that they're making Blade rated R, right? So it's like, how did you have Blade as the fourth protagonist in your movie when we want a Blade movie, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of these things that they were deciding to do because of, I want to say, pandering, um, like South Park just came out with. But that's the best thing that I can think of without being a jerk about it is that stop pandering. Go and look at your audiences and what they're asking for. Give us the dark side of the Marvel universe that p- we picked up in the 90s and still love today. Give us those characters properly. <laughs> That's that's what I would love to see. Just spread your spread your wealth. You have the money. Make the content. Give us stuff that everybody can appreciate in different forms. Yeah, I think like um, I think just what you're right. You know, the it's all connected thing kind of bit him in the ass. And you know, here we <laughs> here we are, and it's it's been floundering. Um, so. You know, like you said, with the idea of um, Deadpool being rated R, uh, you know, we've got a new another new director coming in um, from Lovecraft Country, (laughs) Mm. Yan Demange, to do Blade. And I hope that stays there. I hope it stays rated R and I hope he gets first billing in his own movie. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. all right, so Daredevil Born Again, also in the shakeup. Uh, we've got some moving around, and there's going to be Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, who have done uh, episodes of Moon Knight, as well as Loki Season 2. They're going to be finishing the episodes of Born Again. This is kind of, I don't know. I don't know if I could say it's bad news. You know what I mean? But it doesn't sound great. Depends on what their idea was if you're going to finish if you've already done some stuff and you need to finish a certain way in order to set up the new direction you need to go in maybe they're going in the marvel knights direction um then do it because if you were going to go with daredevil from she hulk i could punch you in the face um Mm -hmm. be nice about it because i I liked it but i don't like that's fine and that's on its own but if you're going to give us a daredevil show it better be damn close to what we got on netflix or better um, if you're going to bring back John Berthold as the Punisher, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Give him like a, like a laser gun. Um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So maybe this new direction means more of a darker tone. 
Um, I've also read a lot about the facts that these shows don't have an actual showrunner. They have nobody that's actually in charge of the direction of each thing. They just kind of let it go with the writers. Um, you saw that kind of in She-Hulk, right? So I feel like if they have re, I guess, aligned the ship, um, yeah. then maybe yeah. we are going to get more content for us, for us, you know? So <laughs> I I hope so. Um because Daredevil is one of my favorite things that they've done ever, yes. live action wise. So, um, and then finally, speaking of Echo, we got our trailer for that—a uh, violent, bloody look with Kingpin returning. Vincent D'Onofrio's back. Trailer for me, I was okay. I don't really care about this character at this moment, so I just don't. I'm not, in, and I'm not in a Marvel like I have to watch anything right now. Like, I just don't really care. Daredevil will bring me back, I'm sure, but we'll see. I, this this is going to actually be a show that I'll probably wait till one of you guys say, yeah, you should watch it. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because I, I love the trailer, um, mm-hmm. but also it's like cautionary optimism as usual with this. Because mm-hmm. the other idea that here, and we're going to talk about it, how Disney is going to be taking full control of Hulu Will we get more violent things on Hulu and they'll, they'll like clean it up to put on Disney Plus? I think so. You know, I, think I would so. love that. And that's exactly yeah. the direction they need to go. Um, yep. That's that's it. Um, I don't necessarily care about Echo that much. Um, I liked the Hawkeye show. I liked what they did and I thought she was a cool character. So whatever. If this means you're going to usher in other things, that's great. Um, the one thing that kind of gets me is like they're saying, oh, we're really going to go in this character centric direction now. I'm sorry, but this ties into like this can be like you could do it as a standalone thing. These bullshit statements where Moon Knight was a standalone show already. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't tie it like you have these things already, these character centric She-Hulk. Like, yep. come on, like stop making statements. Um, well, I think we'll go on. I, no, no, I, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I think like. It would be better for them just to just let it go. Like, just if you're going to do Moon Knight, then, yeah, just put it out. Put it out as a singular thing. That's the season. It's not connected to anything. I hope you enjoyed that little tryst. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to see what I mean. I know there's some things happening with, like, the other people that we have seen. But, like, you know, um, Vision and Kate Bishop and things like that. It just sucks that we're waiting like five years or more in between these movies to even see these people again. <laughs> you know, the pandemic messed it up, too. So we got to know. And then the those, strike. You know? and, like, I'm right. being. Yeah, I know. I know. Which is I can be very forgiving. Yes. If, if you can straighten the ship mm-hmm. and give us content that that hey, everybody can enjoy. I will. Yeah, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. I'm not like. People who are like, oh, Marvel are done, they're over. No, eh, not that, that track record. Not with $30 billion in in sales. You know, like, they're not done, they're not over. They've been going around for 70 years in the comics. Like, they're going to be fine, but yeah. this is a good moment of reflection. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so comic book news. This is a cool, stupid, weird event. Uh <laughs> Uh, Blood Hunt, which is like this <laughs> vampire apocalypse that happens to the, you know, the Marvel world. 
I just like I literally want to know like what the threat of a vampire is. You know, I get it in Blade, but like when you're going up against like Thor, just light them all on fire. <laughs> like what is happening right now? Well, that's the interesting thing, right? Like, it, vampires yeah. have always been in the Marvel. Like, Jubilee became a vampire for a while, right? Some strange storyline with that. And I mean, it's not like vampires aren't like seducing or or, or some of our common characters out there. Like, yes. they're always kind of, and that's what this yeah. article says too. So, I maybe this was more to line up with Blade being released, like it was supposed to, right around mm-hmm. this time. Um, so it was planned as kind of a tie into that, but who knows? Um, not like I'm going to read this. So, no, <laughs> um, probably not. And then finally, uh, we have night thrasher returns. Something I are. <laughs> yeah. This was a character from the nineties, part of the new Avengers. Um, haven't seen him in 30 years, so <laughs> he's back. <laughs> Yeah night, yeah, night Thrasher was New Warriors. Um, yeah, New Warriors. Sorry, I said New Avengers. And hasn't been around since they were all killed at the beginning of Civil War, which of Civil War, which is interesting, right? So mm-hmm. they did something in Secret Wars to bring them back. Um, so I'm excited, man, because I loved I love some of these '90s characters. I really do. I love these street level characters, and this is a miniseries, so I'm gonna pick it up or at least read it somehow. Yeah. You know. And then hopefully they bring back Ravager 2099 for you. I can only wish because I have not seen him in most of the 2099 stuff they've done. No, I know. Um, but let's go across the pond here. We've got uh, the Brave and the Bold. This will be possibly John Logan uh, writing this, which John Logan from Penny Dreadful and Skyfall, etc. So that's that's what I it's not this article, I don't think, but there was another one where it was like they they named off all these great writers that have won Oscars and are mm-hmm. legendary in their own right. Right. So that's in what, this article. You got it. OK, so DC, yep. how do you how do you compete with what Marvel has done? You're creating this new world. You're creating this whole new direction for your characters. I would more than appreciate some great writers taking on the characters. I think that's something like that we're missing. We all of a sudden we see some of these great writers writing comics all all of a sudden, like they're they're dipping their toes in that. And John Um, Logan has written comics, right? So I mean, it's this is the thing. I I would love to see some really deep takes on these characters versus the the superhero ocean we're swimming in you know with too many origins too much too much basic stuff right yeah um i agree i i did want to talk real briefly because you brought it up so there was another um movie it was like acme versus something that got scrapped wiley wiley coyote wiley coyote versus acme right so it gets scrapped by warner brothers and the idea right now is David Zaslav, who took over um, from Discovery, is going and basically cutting Warner Brothers down to its absolute bare bones and counting everything as a loss, meaning that then they can go sell to another company and make a huge profit. Meaning, this is going way out there, that they could just sell Warner Brothers in D.C., and like 
literally this whole James Gunn, Peter Safran thing could go up in smoke. Uh, we talked about it in the last show, remember, because Universal is one of those um, yeah. that was rumored. And yeah. that's the thing, like when James Gunn posted that on his on his um, Twitter X, whatever that garbage is, um, <laughs> it was it was alarming. Right. Because it's just like he knows he knows like the consequences. He understands that. But at the same time, if they get those movies out, if like if Superman still gets released and it does really well. That's it. If it doesn't do well, it's gone. Like that whole, it's gone. Superman is the determinant. If Superman, if you can't make money with Superman, forget it. You might as well just go and make the Batman for the rest of the rest of the time. So, right. Um, Speaking of Superman, uh, James Gunn did say they will keep that release date, July 11th. So uh, we'll see now that the strike is over, see how that happens. Um, we got some looks at Creature Commando as far as the the concept art goes. Um, I mean, it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's neat. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit different with like the cell shading and like you know, kind of the art style. But I mean, DC DC animated has never been the issue. <laughs> so my question is, is is this goes to theaters? Yeah. Right. So it's it's on a different level than the DC animated movies um, in a way, because it's in connected a way, to the DCU. It is yeah, the DCU. I guess it depends on, you know, we got um, the killing joke as a theatrical and yeah. Right. So not great. Um, I guess it just depends with this whole rollout of things. I get why they want to do it like this and I hope yeah. it works. Oh, me too. Me too. So HBO Max scraps the J.J. Abrams Constantine project. This is just going in line with everything um, with with things getting scrapped, honestly, is that they cut deals with like Ava Dubrovny. They cut deals with uh, or cut ties rather with J.J. Um, Abrams and Bad Robot. Like they've just been burning and churning <laughs> over there. <laughs> flushing. Yeah, flushing. Yes, yeah. yeah, I mean. When he announced Constantine 2 coming out, and that's I had that on here. It's they want to rate it R, which it should be, because that was the argument about the first one that it should have been rated R, blah blah blah. But you're not going to do two different Constantine things. You're really not, unless you were going to no. bring him in there. But yeah, there's no point. Make it Elseworlds. Keep it outside yeah. of the DCU. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So the Penguin TV show uh, is pushed. It didn't really have a specific date, but they said instead of spring, it's going to go to the fall. Fine. I next year? Don't care. Yeah, next year. Yeah, I'll wait for it. Whatever. Yeah, don't care. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> exactly. And I love the quote, like, the Penguin Show is here to cure your superhero fatigue. Okay. Show me. <laughs> okay. Show me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, speaking of superhero fatigue... <laughs> No. Superman Lois season no. ends DCCW run. That it's is great, the great end. show. Great show. What do you think of this? This is the end of an era. It is, man. Starting with like Smallville. Dude, it started this podcast. I mean, we started, started this podcast. This right. show based on Arrow season two and the or three and the Flash, Flash season one. Yeah. It inspired us enough to. T- talk about it so mm-hmm. i we have much to thank from the cw um mm-hmm. for me yes 
it was up and down. Some of it was really bad, but you, I, it was unprecedented. <laughs> no, like what they did and some of the deep cuts they did and the length yeah. that they've gone on for, I am more than impressed by what has happened. And Super and Lois was a great show. Listen, it was a great show. Um, and it's a really good way to, to close it out, honestly, with Superman. Um, yeah, I hope that they wrap it, you know, yeah. give it a good send off. Yes. Um, and then finally, Dead Boy Detectives, which is in the Sandman universe, is yeah. going over to Netflix instead of Max. To me, this just makes sense. I don't know why it was even going to be on Max when it's like you have the same universe. Like, why the fuck do I have to jump over to different streaming services to get the story? Because it wasn't connected to that Sandman. They were they premiered in Doom Patrol. Oh, did they? Yeah. But even though it's in the Sandman, interesting. Right, exactly. So there's like some some weird crossover stuff. But this, I don't think this was ever meant to be connected to the Netflix um, Sandman. Gotcha. Maybe now they can. Maybe now. You know, in Maybe a way. Maybe there will so. be some, something in there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be cool. Um. <laughs> Over in comic book news, how to lose Guy Gardner in 10 days. Um, for all of you Guy Gardner fans, there's going to be a new Valentine's Day. This is an awesome name for a one shot. The, yeah. the cover is great. It's a stupid, funny idea. Um, this is the kind of stuff that I'm into. Amanda Connor did the cover. You've got a bunch of different writers um, who threw their stuff in there. So 80 pages of goodness yeah their holiday specials have been great um the swimsuit edition was great you know all this yeah. kind of weird stuff they've done i love guy gunner when they announced nathan filling was to be guy gardner i lost my shit so yeah. um i loved him in um what was tom king's run there um oh yeah human human target or yeah yeah human target that that's he's a great character that too so it's just yeah. like they, you do it's awesome. Yeah, I do. Um, so I'm really excited. For I actually pre-ordered this already. So. <laughs> uh, Amanda Waller is going to be doing a new Suicide uh, Squad team. This is going to be March 2024. Um, this spins out of Beast Worlds with links to Dark Crisis and Green Arrow number one. So who's on the team? We don't know yet. Um, okay. So okay. this is going to... We have a brand new event, some kind of villain event that's coming up. Um, mm -hmm. And so this will this is starting to tie into it. Um, and Amanda, uh, Amanda Waller is like the one of the main villains for it. Um, so she's trying to get rid of metahumans. Apparently. Yeah. So this dream team is supposed to help her do that. So imagine maybe a lot of characters who don't have superpowers, maybe. Maybe, maybe it's uh, maybe she gets some superheroes like Superman to kill other people <laughs> without powers. Like yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and then finally, we have DC announces DC's compact comics. What is this? These tiny comics? Yeah. So these are going to be 999 graphic novels. You can read them anywhere. Um, so they're five point like five and a half inches by eight and a half inches. So they're small. Um, they're going to be trade paperbacks and they're going to be adapting things or they'd be putting out things like Watchmen, All-Star Superman, um, Far Sector, which was a black label book about a, a new Green Lantern they introduced. Um, so I, you know what, this is cool. Um, it's just another way to sell their books, but a Manga little bit size. smaller. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this exactly. is the way that most people are reading books not in America. So this leave this link, because um, this is a DC link and it actually has all of the books listed. Yeah, I'll leave it in there. All right, so let's go to far, far away. Um, Star Wars news on the red carpet for the Marvels. Now that actors and people can actually promote their movies. Kevin Feige was asked about the Star Wars movie, and he did confirm it is not in development any longer. Thoughts? Good. Go get your house in order. Go get <laughs> yeah, your Marvel I mean, house. That's probably why, right? I, I don't Even if he started to work on it, right? I don't think so. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll just say it. Go get your house in order. I don't want to see you do a Star Wars movie. I don't want any Star Wars movies <laughs> until you get your shit straight, Disney. So that's it. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Um, we've got these new comics called uh, Star Wars um, Hyperspace Stories. It's going to focus on some of the smaller um, prequels to the prequels with some characters like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. More shit that I don't care about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we asked, I mean, what happened? IDW lost this to Dark Horse. Now Dark Horse is putting out Star Wars stuff that Marvel's not. So, you know what? I don't need these companion pieces because I know enough about Star Wars. But kids, it's for the kids. It's for the kids and the casuals. So, yeah. good. Just, go get learnt. Go get learnt. Go get learnt. Uh, Dark Forces Woo! is getting a remaster in February. Can't so, wait. 29 years after the fact, and we're getting it. I am down. Um, definitely one of the best first player shooters. Definitely that I played, you know, as kids. Like, that wasn't as big of a, a type. Yeah, man. I, it was like I played Wolfenstein. Yeah, Doom. Doom, and then yeah. it was this. Um, yeah. And since it was Star Wars and Doom was so popular, they decided to make this game. This is a game that I I don't even know if I have it on my Humble Bundle. I might. Mm. Um, but I've had a hard time finding where I can actually play the old one. I have like the the re the re-releases of the the Jedi Knight ones on my Switch, but I want to play this game. I haven't played this game since. I think I played it maybe on PSP once, but I really haven't played it since my my Kid. Macintosh. Yeah, I yeah. Had, I had, I was pumped because I didn't have a Nintendo. I I had a computer, and it was it was a Mac, which weren't getting a lot of games. And finally, they released this, and I was like in heaven. So it changed my life. It, Kyle Katarn is one of my favorite characters, which makes me very bitter sometimes. But <laughs> someday we'll see him. Someday. We will. It's called Outlaws. <laughs> We've seen him already. Yeah, that's, the Star Wars RPG is back. Um, I This is kind of weird. So it was released in 2020. Then it went away. Now it's coming back in 2024 with a reprint of 11 of the source books of the game with these like little beginner boxes. Why did it go? Like I get that they did a rehaul. I don't know. Just I don't know. Just, I don't need cash grab. It just is weird, right? Because RPGs took off. Tabletop yeah. RPGs took off during COVID. So maybe yeah. it was COVID related because of the money and the production. Oopsie. And the maybe. and the production, but sorry, I I opened that page and it just decided to talk to me. Um okay. maybe, you know, because of COVID, the production went under. I, I there's a lot of weird things, but 
what doesn't make any sense is like is this connected to the old rpg that you and i used to play but this is it's not because this is fantasy mm-hmm. play right mm-hmm. uh, oh no I'm just fantasy flight does a good yeah i mean i've when before i made the server i was looking up the star wars rpgs from the past um this is fine this, that's where i got all the material yeah right right all right so on the other other side of the pond chris we universe. have star trek universe <laughs> galaxy wherever you are omniverse um so the first thing is prodigy is going to land on netflix in december we know they got canceled i'm glad it's finding maybe it'll get a new audience maybe the numbers will be huge and they'll be able to bring it back on netflix i don't know but what do you think i think netflix has a greater depth of viewers than paramount plus does thousand percent. so yeah. prodigy and i want to watch it still i've heard it's a great great show so yep. it's getting a season two so go so again now it's another month early that i'm going to turn on my netflix because of all this stuff great thanks time december buddy. thanks it's december time, buddy birthday <laughs> uh <laughs> the picard legacy collection i love this this is a 54 disc blu-ray collection that houses every single thing that <laughs> john luke picard is in it's got quotes it's got playing cards for some reason it does not have any earl gray tea which is bullshit um but other than that it's got everything that you could want it's already available to pre-order i think i'll leave a link in here for the amazon but 199 i feel like that's a that's a decent price for what you're getting man that's gonna be down to like 125 bucks sooner or later it will less than that go down to like 99 bucks on a sale it will and i will buy it then um yep yeah it's beautiful and you need to go watch picard season three I need skip to watch the card season two. Skip two. Just read. Just read a recap. Just skip it. Just skip it. I don't. Uh, I don't fair. care. There's yeah. nothing that ties it. Like I guess there's some stuff. There's Not some stuff. stuff. All right. Uh, all right. So then also we're getting uh, lower deck. Um, they are getting a choose your own adventure book. It was announced at New York City Comic Con, but we skipped it. So IDW is going to be doing that. I love it. I love choose your own adventure. It's like too. my it's nostalgia to me. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we're going to be getting some new novels in 2024. Um, specifically, Ensign Rowe and Dr. Gillian Taylor will be returning to Deep Space Nine uh, for a prequel. And then there's going to be, you know, some other original series, movie era novels. So I don't know. It's it's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really neat to take a character um, from from Wrath of Khan and tie them into the newer times, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, I'm excited for this kind of stuff. Um, why not, right? That's it. Um, keep expanding the universe. Keep growing. Oh, I'm it. sorry, the Voyage Home, not Wrath of Khan. Voyage Home. Okay, gotcha. Either way, yeah, hey, I, all about it. Yep. All about it. All right, so let's skip over to CrowdSorcery. We will leave all the links in here. This is the section of the show where we go over, um, you know, Kickstarter or crowdsourcing campaigns and highlight some of the cool shit that's out there that you might not know about, including, first up, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Um, and other strangeness, the campaign is going strong. This is actually a role-playing game for TMNT. Uh, this is great. <laughs> Three quarters of a million dollars, great. Holy crap. That's yeah, insane. If it, 16 days to go, if it hits a million dollars, I would, that'd be awesome. This looks awesome. I wish that I had more time, and I wish I was like... <laughs> near me <laughs> we could <can> play <laughs> this looks great man it does um you know i will probably end up getting it in some form because i am a huge turtles fan but you know what this is awesome because turtles are huge still you know maybe even bigger than ever at this point with numerous tv series and the movies and video games and everything else so very excited to see that Turtle Power is is going strong. Yes. That's it. Astro Witch 2. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I wrote this one <laughs> along with Ruben. Uh, this is our, our fantasy comic book series, our spicy one, um, about this girl named Luna who gets a celestial goddess <laughs> uh, put inside of her. And it's kind of like a little bit of... Venom meets uh, is Captain Marvel for actually kind of is like Captain Marvel. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going on. We we are funded, but we have six days ago at the time of this recording and there's a bunch of stretch goals. You are more than funded. Wow. Congratulations. It's insane. Yeah, very excited. Very, very excited. Very good. And next is Mariachi Legends. So this is a Metroidvania. Um, that takes place on Day of the Dead. This is one of those Instagram targeted ads for me. It it looks sweet, honestly. It looks right? like a cool it ass game. Keeps popping up on my Facebooks. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Casey put this on the show. I am totally into this this whole thing. So I didn't know how violent it was. And soon as I saw like people getting cut in half and stuff, and I was like, yeah. okay, this is a little bit more than I thought this was gonna be. <laughs> So, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Again, we'll leave the link in there, but super, super excited about that. And then just note that the money, it's in Mexican money. So, Is it? Um, yeah, it's like Mexican dollars, $429, the first one. So you get um, 12, oh, 25 pesos. bucks is like the first level that you get the game at. Yeah, okay. So, That's interesting. That's not bad. Cool. That's not That's bad. bad. And it's for Switch as well, which is great. Already, you know, it's not like That's you have kind of game. Stretch goal. Kind of game for Switch for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then finally, combat creatures. Um, these are one twelfth figures, kind of like sci-fi animal warriors. Um, we talked about it uh, last week, I think. About um, what is that? Campaign? Street humans. Street humans, right? Yeah. 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 Street humans. So. This is that was an astronomical. I think they wanted like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that. These guys yeah. want sixty five. Now, to this point, they've only made twenty five, and they've got twenty six days to go. Whereas at least Street Humans was, I don't know, probably like a hundred and fifty thousand or so. They were up there. Um, these figures look cool. I don't know how popular they will be. I don't know. I I don't even know how you found this one, honestly. It was targeted ad, ad. Yeah. or or somebody shared one of the toy groups shared it on Instagram or something. I don't know. Um, all I know is that this is Battle Beasts. Um, 
Yeah. And some of the crazier yeah. things about this, though, is that you can actually get um, the the files for um, to print them yourself. You can print them in oh, different the sizes. SPLs. Okay. So they actually have ones that look like the Battle Beasts. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of neat stuff that's kind of tied into this. And when we talked about street humans, they were only like $41,000, which was exactly about the amount, okay. the amount Sorry, that they made they were... on the last one. Yeah. Um, so they didn't they didn't really get much more added to it. So honestly, this this to me draws my attention because of the nostalgia of Battle Beasts. Um, and I think they look cooler, um, not to be a jerk about it, but I don't care about like street urban stuff, you know, unless it's Daredevil or Punisher. You know what I mean? So right. I don't need those little jobbers. This, on the other hand, would bring brings back thoughts of childhood and, and the toys I had, which is awesome. So, exactly. Not to be a jerk. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's it's a fair. It's fair. So check those out. The links are in there. And we are going to take a quick commercial break. Defet Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. Defat Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowel.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetAtowel.com. Your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. We are back from those luscious commercial breaks, and we are seeing the team behind Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. They're reunited for a new Dark Horse comic, Helen of Windhorn. So the Tom King and Bilquis Evely uh tag team is back i'll be quite honest i don't even know what the fuck this book's about i just pre-order it because that is one of the most beautiful things i've ever read in my life with supergirl woman of tomorrow so whatever they decide to do i don't care <laughs> yeah I buy everything they decide to do <laughs> yeah no absolutely i agree um that are the artwork is is amazing it's just it's it's yeah, I'll just buy. Oh gosh, yeah. Did you find it the pre-ordered already? I looked the other day. No, 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 not yet. Oh, okay, okay. You are going to. Yeah. I, sorry, I will pre-order. Yes. Okay. I was like, I was like, oh, where is it? I need it immediately. Um, but I couldn't find it. So, we will let you all know because that's a day one. Um, pre-order. It is. Yeah. And if you haven't read Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow after all the times we've talked about it, please, please do it. <laughs> yeah, especially if they're gonna adapt the movie. Oh, yep. 
Uh, Chris already mentioned this, but Disney is going to buy full control of Hulu um, if it hasn't already gone through yet. I feel like those kind of things already happen, and then we just kind of get we just kind of hear about it. <laughs> yeah, why talk about it if it's not going to happen, right? For them, right? That's big, that's big business, right? It's so. huge. It's huge, huge, huge. So, yeah, and you know the benefits of it, which is what they do in other countries, is like they have that split, right? Like when you go into like my family's in Canada, and um, you know the stars and Hulu stuff is all separate, but if it's a rated R thing, it's over there, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they keep it separated. I'd be more than okay if Daredevil and Echo are on Hulu. The only problem, again, is this whole it's all connected thing. Do you really want to go to different streaming services for the same thing? Um, if the watered-down version's on Disney+, Plus and you put all the stuff on Hulu, then Then, then that's not. fine. Right. And that's exactly what I'd love to see happen, right. honestly, because... What else are you what else are you gonna do? You're gonna make PG thirteen versions of all of your most violent characters. Like Moon Eye was a huge disappointment, even though I liked the show for what it was and I after mm-hmm. I watched it again. But if you're gonna like say you bring back Moon Knight somehow, he better just show up in this universe, right? As just a darker Moon Knight and, and street level stuff. So I I'm ready for it, man. I just I really believe in it. Um and I wanna see Marvel do well. So I think that Disney doing this could benefit us across the board. Um, maybe some violent Star Wars stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you'd love to love to see it. <laughs> um, one of the big things that's happened over this week was Netflix did this geeked week, which is different than ta-dum. You know what I mean? I, it was just like. It's so weird. It's so crazy, all the stuff that got announced. Um, we're just going to kind of, what are you going to say? I was going to say, it's, it is a lot more genre-focused. It is. For like it is. Us, it right? Is. You don't yeah. have your other stuff really tied into it. It was for fantasy, sci-fi, anime, all that stuff. So I kind of understand it versus the full ta-dum. Yeah. Roll up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Um. All right, so I'm going to go through these, and some of it might get a little mixed with what's happening after all this. Yeah, but we so, can. So we we'll just kind of, yeah. Skip that stuff. <laughs> so Rebel Moon, we actually just watched the trailer right before we did this. <laughs> so this is what I'm going to say, and this is me being nitpicky. Yes. I don't care about all the slow motion stuff. I've been a Zack Snyder fan since, you know, he started and I get it. Like, whatever. That's just what it's going to be. He's going to take some fucking pop culture song and slow it down and put it in a cool scene. My big thing is, like, you have all these people. Why are they all humans? Like, where's the Chewbacca? Where's the R2? And I know I see those aliens and stuff but i'm like your core group is just a bunch of humans when you have this world this galaxy that doesn't make any sense to me and this could just be the trailer maybe it's not but i was just like really not one of these robot dudes can't just be part of your crew i thought the narrator was one of the main characters and is a robot is it that one that was like you know like kind of like a deity almost shaman type thing maybe with the mask that's yeah. in the trailer? Yeah. Okay, if so, sweet. But, like, I just... It was Charlie Hoonan, Sophia, Dominic Cousineau. You know what I mean? I can't remember who oh, yeah, the other yeah. person was. Yeah, I was just like, okay, like... 
I have heard reports about that they do go and really explore like people have seen stuff that are not in the trailers where they go to the different mm-hmm. worlds and they explore these aliens like there are aliens so i wonder if they're holding back a lot of that to right and that's what i I'm, i said super nitpicky yeah trailer. yeah no no i understand exactly yeah i was kind of i thought the same thing and then they showed that spider thing i was like okay and then they showed some other stuff i was like okay but yeah i was like i was kind of the same in the same boat because there was just human after human and mm-hmm. but you know we'll see give it a chance we like Zack snyder hell yeah, we hell like yeah. Zack Snyder. i love how uh, it was like they listed his movies as just man of steel that's it that's the- hey i know i know i was like oh no one's gonna talk about sucker punch um <laughs> sorry <coughs> scott pilgrim we know the adaptation's coming we saw more of it but it's cool yes um yes. gaming hades is coming so you can finally play it no it's on ios i'm, I'm just kidding. gonna get i can't play it um it's not play it. switch you can play it on switch when no i know exactly or place i can get it wherever on sale but i was just yeah. kind of like taken back by the fact that it was ios only and not android people it like, is huh I yeah it's a, very weird like that very weird um this was a weird one terminator yes and i right because you you called me on using the word weird i mean weird in the sense of not what i expected an eight episode you know, just like if RoboCop got announced, maybe not now because there's a game for it. But like we haven't heard shit from Terminator. That franchise is effed so many times over with the continuity and everything else. So I was just kind of like, what? <laughs> OK. Yeah, we also have learned in our long history together that texting doesn't really um, mm. <laughs> express, the, express you know, things. Yeah, like right. Understanding yeah. it. So. Um, I'm super excited because there hasn't been any Terminator content. Uh, yeah. And I really believe that we should be getting more animated content. We've said this many times in the past. It's the easiest, cheapest way to make stuff. And you're mm-hmm. still putting out content. And we're going to yeah. talk about The Witcher. Like, yeah. if the live-action Witcher is not working, keep putting out these animated movies. Like, or do a show that's animated. Because I want Witcher content. Mm-hmm. But obviously nobody can agree on the live action stuff. So don't let it die. Put out animated. Yep. I agree with that. Um, I saw that behind the scenes look of Devil May Cry. It was hilarious. I like Adi Shankar. I just (laughs) I think he's a genius in some ways. You know, he's a little crazy, but he's a cool guy. And um, I also really like Devil May Cry. So if it's going to take a little bit longer to come out, fine. (laughs) I'm sure it's going to be freaking bonkers i don't yeah i don't care how long it takes as long as you're paying good homage to those that fighting like it has to be pretty insane to be devil may cry so pretty excited uh we watched the trailer for damsel uh where she agrees to marry a handsome prince only to find out the royal family has recruited her as a sacrifice to repay an ancient debt i.e this dragon (laughs) awesome trailer Super it was creepy. Like, it was can't wait. awesome. I yeah. didn't know what to expect from it. So, and they didn't show too much either, which was kind no, of no, nice. they didn't. They didn't. Um, um I want to go back real quick to exploiting yeah. exploiting kittens. Have you ever played that mm-hmm. game? I, I do. That I game. have that game. Yeah, it's a fun game. <laughs> Did you watch that trailer? No, I didn't because I was <laughs> just like, well, you know what it is. It's so is weird. all the trailers are just like in a row. 
and uh, I didn't know it was a um I just thought they like made the game into a, oh, okay. a game for Netflix. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. They're making a weird game for it. Like yeah. there was a trailer for the game of um Dragon Prince. Yes, I thought I was like, that was a new show. No, <laughs> I no. Think, so okay. that looked cool because it kind of looks like League of Legends a little bit and like the gameplay or like trying and stuff like that. So so we saw that. We saw Motu revolution that trailer that trailer is awesome the minute that granamir showed up in that trailer i just yeah. was like, <laughs> massive just posting massive. social media posting like this is it this is one of my favorite characters of my life um and dragons and stuff so i'm so so happy like they're going into the mythos like that i can't wait for the show yeah very very cool um Let's see what else is in here. The Witcher, Sirens of the Deep, Witcher versus Mermaids. So this is one thing that I'll say that was effing awesome is that the voice actor from Witcher 3 is the voice of Geralt. Because I was listening and I was like, oh, shit, that's Geralt. Like, that is him. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that was cool. (laughs) That's the that's the way forward. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is the way. Um, so that was, yeah, that was really cool to see that trailer. I didn't watch Obliterated. I didn't watch The Brother's Son. Did you? No, but I did want to mention, because I did mention Yu Yu Hakusho earlier. That trailer is awesome. Um, and it really made me oh, pumped yeah, to watch yeah, yeah, more yeah. of the anime. Um, yeah. Because I watched the first episode, and then I went and watched the trailer. And the trailer really ties into the first episode a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and explain like I'm glad I watched the first episode for the trailer, and um, then the stuff they started to show, I was just like, whoa! I was like, this looks hmm. fucking awesome. So I'm really excited to, look, to watch the show. Yeah, I'll have to look at that because I didn't, I didn't know what it was, so mm-hmm. I just didn't pay attention. I did watch the trailer for Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh. See, I watched. I didn't watch it like you did and most people did. So I've I've only watched like half of the first season. So what they showed was enough for me to know exactly what was happening. I mean, here's the thing. The showrunners left. So I have lowered expectations. But if they didn't leave, I would just go, this looks freaking awesome. <laughs> That's the only hang up I have. I, again, cautionary optimism. Um I texted Moses immediately about it gave me chills. Honestly, I it's, it's a beautiful a trailer. trailer. Yeah. Um, I watched this show as an adult and it's amazing. Um, and I would watch it again. Um, and I'm really excited to see if they can adapt it properly, because if they can, this could be an amazing, amazing series. Um, and they could do some different stuff. But what they showed. Whew, just I'm got me in. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on that. Uh, I watched the trailer for um, this uh, dark movie, Orion in the Dark. Did you watch hmm. this? No. So uh-huh. it's this animated movie. So, you know, I'll keep more of an eye on it because Akira. But I did not realize it's written by Charlie Kaufman from Eternal Sunshine and being John Malkovich. It's a totally normal looking movie, animated kids movie. It looks cool. Like. This kid is afraid of the dark, and then dark is, like, an actual, like, thing. <laughs> like, and he talks, and, you know, like a fun kids movie. But, yeah, it was cute and um, worth 
worth watching the trailer for. I'll, you know, I'll check out the movie. Yeah. And then, you know, we've got Dragon, uh, Dragon Prince season six coming. Some Blood of Zeus season two is coming. Arcane season two is coming next year. What? Ultraman Rising. I watched that trailer. I was, was getting to it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Trailer. Yeah. No, it was a good that, trailer. That was <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, That's Nish really was like, well, my wife was like, what is this? And I was like, Ultraman's actually been around for a very long time. She was like, okay, this looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that that did look fun. Umbrella Academy, you know, said season four was going to be the end, which we knew. Nowhere caught up on that show. <laughs> oh, really? Nope. Okay. Nowhere caught up. Well, uh, At least it. two seasons <laughs> behind. Yeah. <laughs> Not by choice, but... <laughs> Yeah, I want to yeah, watch. that's I yeah. You know how that goes. <laughs> I do, I do. We all know how that goes. So, am I missing anything? No. Oh, oh, yes, we are. Oh, yes, we are. Sorry. There's one other thing. Code Eight, Part yes. Two. Yes. This trailer is fucking great, and I love it? that it's just like a fan-made movie. Like it is awesome, and they got a huge Netflix budget. The new movie looks sweet as heck. <laughs> is the the original is Netflix? Yeah, uh I so yes. So remember what they did was they did a Kickstarter and they That's made right. like an eight minute movie yes. and then Netflix made the big mo- movie and now this one looks even bigger. So yeah, I was like super excited about that. Cause it's like it's basically X Men. <laughs> it's like an X Men story type of story <laughs> i've never watched it and i need to watch oh, it. oh sorry yeah. yeah no 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 it's fine i really want i've been wanting to watch it and then i was super surprised that they announced this because i i haven't heard about it in so long so yeah check check that and out. i love those guys so um and then so okay so we're going over to our anime section manga section we already talked about the netflix stuff We've got terminator definitely cry you 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 hakusho and I can't say it. And then finally, me neither. I know John Wick is getting its own anime. It's gonna. Who cares, right? It's just we're gonna watch it. John Wick that, anime. Why not? That's really it, man. I just is until they figure out what they're doing in that universe. I still haven't watched the Continental, which I've heard de- decent things about. Decent um, things. Yeah, so I want to watch that still. Um, but I would be really interested in more John Wick stuff. Uh, and me anime. too. I love anime. <laughs> I know we had a whole section for it. <laughs> um, all right, so TV streaming news: Netflix is going to increase their price again. It's hard because the price jumps are really big. They're like a dollar to dollars at a time, and that's kind of shitty. Is it worth it? For me, mostly yes. I, I, Netflix puts out enough per month to justify me staying on there you know what i mean like that that's just the thing like if i was going to drop anything at right now hbo max yeah. because i really don't watch anything on it until like a series drops um hulu i never watch but i got it at like an insanely cheap discount and paramount no i do but paramount the only thing i do watch is star trek i don't watch anything else on paramount same thing with peacock which luckily is free. Yeah, I just but you got dropped Chucky my... and what else? Yeah, I just dropped my Peacock 
um, premium because I was what I didn't have TV yeah. turned on because I was watching football on it. So right. Um, but then all of a sudden my YouTube TV kicked back in because I had scheduled start because I took a break and I forgot it was going to turn on for basketball season. So it's basketball season. So I have TV. There on you now. go. There so I don't need any of this shit, except <laughs> I will support Paramount Plus because I want Star Trek. Star there you go. Exactly. And that's it, right? You got to support these things in order to see more things. And for that, you know, Netflix, hey, I want to see most of these animes, so I got to yes. give you your money. Uh, Gen V is renewed. No brainer. Great show. Yeah. They, they're, they're going all in on the boys and Invincible because they're the two biggest popular series for them. So Amazon's got to keep it going. Okay. As they should. Yes. Uh, ben Percy, great comic book writer. His American Criminal is getting adapted. Um, this is going to go to Amazon. And Gavin O'Connor will be directing. Awesome. I love Ben Percy. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Gavin O'Connor has done Warrior with Joel okay. Edgerton, The Accountant with Ben Affleck, that Miracle movie. So he's directed a lot of good stuff, too. So that'll be decent. That's it. Fallout official release date is uh, April 12th next year. You excited? Kind of. I'd love Fallout, but I haven't seen anything from this. Besides I was going to say, it depends on the trailer. Yeah, I just yeah. I'm, Halo. I'm also doing I'm excited. this much. I, you know, <laughs> I didn't watch that either, and I wanted to. You know, so I don't know. And it didn't get renewed. Right. Is that Paramount? I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, up next, Doug is going to get a sequel series on Disney Plus. We're both. Right, Doug fans came out in Absolutely. 1991. We were 10. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's Nickelodeon. Just Nickelodeon, they did it again. I remember they did that newer one. I think like on ABC or whatever like that. But whatever, I don't. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's sequel series too, so characters are grown up, right? So that's kind of a a neater idea to do it that way. Yeah, 20 years later, Doug and Patty Mayonnaise have kids, and their kids yeah. are doing stuff, so can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who, we got a little trailer for the 60th. David Tennant has taken over as being the Doctor again. We don't know why, um, so that's interesting. Donna's back. It looks fun <laughs> to me, and it makes me, like, because, you know, we were in to Doctor Who pretty hardcore, especially with the Tenet years. Yeah. And then Matt Smith, and then we kind of fell off with Peter Capaldi. Um, but I'd like to go back uh, and see. Yeah, I, I I didn't watch much of the Matt Smith years, honestly. I kind of ended my run with when Tenet left. So, so now he's back. We got to find out why. We don't mm-hmm. know why. Right. The cool thing is, is because it's Disney now, it'll be on right. Disney. Exactly. That's Easy, great news. Accessible. Yeah. Wasn't there also like a rumor that they're going to be doing a another doctor? What doctor was it? One of the older doctors would get a series as well. There's a rumor. Um, so look, I don't know what <laughs> Disney will do, but I'm sure they're going to expand the Doctor he, U, oh, Who universe. So Right. Well, that'd be good. Yeah. House of the Dragon season two, early summer 2024 release. Um, I got to finish the first season. 
That's it. If I ever do, honestly, man, I just, I liked what I watched, but I just never went back to watch it after like the third episode. And it was before the time jump. It was before all this stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. man. There's other things out there that I'm much more excited for. Like this next one. I was going to say like (laughs) FX series Shogun. Yeah. um, Which just sounds, you know, it's like a samurai who has to like fight for his life against a bunch of people coming after him, which is, pretty much what every samurai story is but like, I, yeah you know th- this actor um is hiroku hiroyuki sanada yes awesome actor awesome he's, awesome actor he's like if you, i don't want to see he's like the guy the japanese guy you see in most movies but he is he's like the he's guy become that recently, right? Like last yeah. ten years, maybe. More recently, yeah. I mean, yeah. All of them, and I love him. He's like one of my favorite yeah. actors. Um, period. Um, and I'm really excited for this show. This was adapted as well back in 1980. Um, yeah, it's a book, and, from and it's also the 70s. 70s, yeah. yeah. So, which is interesting because it was like this this um this guy who wrote this whole like Japanese epic. But he was mm-hmm. like this white dude. Um, so very, very interesting. Um, I get some less samurai samurai vibes out of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And things like that. So white I don't care. <laughs> this looks awesome. And it does look good. Yeah. I'm pumped for it. And then finally, in TV news, uh, House of Asher was released. <laughs> Stephen S. DeKnight um, is going back into the Spartacus world. And this is going to be what if Asher were to run his own gladiatorial <laughs> like coliseum <laughs> so asher is one of the most hated characters in that series it's a very weird choice in my opinion i wish they would have just picked a different gladiator and said what if like if you're gonna do a what if right like he's dead he died in spartacus the tv show this character if you're getting a what if like Give it to one of the other ones that we like. <laughs> Give it to Crixus or Ganicus or something. So it's a little weird with it being centered around Asher. But to go back into the Spartacus world, which is one of my favorite series ever, I I will gladly be there day one. Yeah, Mark It Up is another old series I need to watch. Um, maybe they maybe I've they wanted that series so many times, bro. You yeah. you've never what? seen it. I've only watched like watch it. Limited. What's it on with your watch it with your wife? What's it on HBO? Uh, no, uh, I don't know because I own them. <laughs> I also wonder like if they try to. It get was them. on Stars. Oh, okay. I don't know what Stars is now. Stars is connected to Paramount Plus too, so I don't know. I'll have to see. Yeah, but it's also an old show, so it might have been put onto other services too. Yeah. So. Um. So if you have not watched Spartacus. Now's your time. Catch up before House of Asher. Movie news. Crazy news. Yes. Guillermo del Toro, um, he revealed his cast, uh, his cast for his Frankenstein. You know, we've got Andrew Garfield. We've got Mia Goth. Is Lady Frankenstein. Oscar oh. Isaac is coming in there as Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, it's just a whole 
Great cast. I'm super excited about it. Oh, no. Sorry. Oscar Isaac is playing the monster. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Andrew Garfield's playing Dr. Frankenstein. So um, Christoph Waltz is in there. I'm in. Game over. I was in it. I was in it. Frankenstein, as I'm Mm -hmm. sure you were. But Gilbert Del Toro Frankenstein, I'm also in immediately. But that's it. It's a star studded cast. And I'm really excited to see what he does. That's it. Uh, the Henry Cavill um, Highlander movie is going forward. You know, ever since he left The Witcher, it's like, what's he going to do next? Highlander, fine, perfect, bring it on. I have, I'm very excited for this to begin with as a Highlander fan. No um, shit. <laughs> uh, but they want to just, they want to explore more of. Um, the quickening and, and and immortality and getting going to those mythos which the show like the movies sure kind of do the show yeah. does the movies yeah. definitely skewed into shittiness um yep so it's just like i'm really excited for this and then the fact that they're gonna feature queen as the music is just yeah icing on the freaking cake so yep. i am a huge highlander fan as most of you know um so and a highlander Super. myself you are Highlander. <laughs> uh, I almost Black... dressed as that for Christmas. Um, or for Did Halloween. you? Oh, for Halloween. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. Anything. Anytime. I put on my Jedi robe instead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Blumhouse and Universal announced that there will be a sequel to The Black Phone coming out in June 27th, 2025. I really like this movie. It was kind of like a little bit of a different take of um lovely bones in a way and you know i thought it was thought it was a fun stuff so blumhouse typically doesn't fail me <laughs> there was it was the reminder that i always wished that ethan hawk would play the joker um he was he's been one of my choices for a long time i even said it on one of my listen up casual shows that we did for the Joker about dream casting. And he was one. And then I watched the black phone, which mm-hmm. just reinforced my entire philosophy on how Ethan Hawk should be the, the Joker. I'll give you a little fun fact about black uh, phone, the mask that was made in that movie. You know, he wears that mask and it like changes. It was sculpted by Tom Savini. AKA nice. sex machine from Dust Till Dawn and, you know, creature effects guru. So I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> that's great. That's really yeah. a neat little tidbit there. Thank you well, for making my day. Yes. <laughs> Not the episode, just that fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> we were having fun, Chris, but, you know, eh, this is about it. Yeah, I'm just going to watch Black Phone. Let's just end the show right now. I need to go watch it it again. (laughs) Um, Following up to one of the greatest trilogies of all time, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is... Sorry, you know what? Let me just take that back. Following up to one of the greatest franchises of all time, but specifically this trilogy, because I really do like every single Planet of the Apes movie. (laughs) Perfect trilogies. That's what we're perfect trilogy for sure. Chalking it up, it is a perfect trilogy. Yep. But even those other five movies, yeah, I I've watched them recently and they hold up. Mm -hmm. They are good movies, especially that first one. It is a great movie. So, um, this trailer 
was fantastic. You know, CGI is just getting better. So they just keep looking more like apes. <laughs> this is set in the same world, right? This is. Oh, that's his son. This right, is a okay. sequel. Yeah. Right, like, cool, cool. That's what I thought. Cool. Yeah. It's cool because like they're talking like they're not signing and half signing. Like it's. Oh, I'm excited. So we're at the point where the other movies kind of started to take place. Right. In a way. <sighs> We're getting there. I think we're still a while away, to be honest with you, because the thing is, is like they're still apes. They're not wearing clothes. It's not a society. It looks like it's getting there in this movie. But like that's the, the worst. I think we're still probably like 50 years off from. I have to look and see if there's like a timeline, but I think we're a while away. Yeah, I'm fighting to still get my wife to watch these. She's like those originals like terrified her as a kid. And I'm like, okay, well, let's watch these new ones because the new ones are freaking amazing movies. So yeah, they really, really are. Um, we talked about Rebel Moon already, but just kind of little fun fact with this is that uh, Zack Snyder confirms it does share the universe with Army of the Dead. There's a little bit of crossover between that. Um, that we'll see. So Army of the Dead has a pretty vast mythology that never made it into the movie. There's actually a character from Rebel Moon in the Army of Dead animated series that we never did, uh, which is too bad. So, yeah, you know, I don't really know. You know, they said like one of the things is like there was supposed to be a portal that would cross into another dimension and the characters will kind of switch back and forth between that shared universe. Mm. If that shows up. I don't think so. You know what I mean? Without the animated series, but it's cool that it, you know, kind of exists in there. Yeah. I was really disappointed. Actually. I read that the other day that army of the dead is dead. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) did you (laughs) death of a unicorn? Did you read the, this, what this is about? (laughs) Go ahead. Tell us, (laughs) uh, Paul Rudd, and Jenny Ortega, his his daughter, accidentally hit a unicorn and kill it on the route to a weekend retreat. And then um, John Carpenter scores this thing. So I'll tell you what, it's an A24 film. And if anyone's going to do it, it's A24. So I will, I'm sure, watch it. And I'm sure it'll be just great. Paul Rudd is a gift to humanity to begin with mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. i watch mostly anything with him um and the fact that john carpenter is doing this i just <laughs> i'm so amazed that he he continues to bring magical sounds to uh to my ear holes so that's it I'm, I'm master keeps keeps creating that's it yeah um we got a trailer for <sighs> ghostbusters frozen empire I didn't watch this trailer. <gasps> I totally forgot. I'm now I'm seeing it. I'm like, oh man. So oh, man, dude, was it great? I, <laughs> the trailer is really interesting. Um, the way they the way they do it. Um, they don't. They do some. They show some cool stuff, and then <laughs> Paul Rudd just <laughs> takes it. So, um, yeah, I I love this trailer. I'm really excited for the New York City. Um, sets i'm ready to return to the big apple for a ghostbusters film and the premise is really neat so 
um yeah watch the trailer on your tv yeah i will i will i my wife didn't watch afterlife and which is a shame we will watch it we just started watching across the spider-verse so she's, she's behind in movies it's okay um so anyways we'll watch it and i can't wait ghostbusters are back and that's all that matters uh this news legend of zelda is getting a live action west falls directing which is totally fine sim works at sony bro and avia rod is producing bro and the only thing that i'll say is they with how like hardcore net or uh, sorry nintendo is with its properties I'm really hoping that they're just saying like Avi Arad because he does still have the production power. This yeah. man has made Sony billions of dollars. You know what I mean? So like, and I don't hate all the things that he's done. No. So like, he's got a very track record, but he's got a track record that's decent enough. So I really wanted to see this in like an animated form, but I'm not going to be mad about a live action and, I would hope that Nintendo will really kind of be strict about it. All right. This is this is a thing, man. Every single thing that is put out as, as live action that's adapted from something we love gets so much shit, so much hate. Oh, Link's ears aren't right. That I hate that actor. How can he be? I don't see him as Link. Machine Gun you, Kelly. Oh, my God. I saw that. Um, <laughs> you just released Super Mario an animated movie that was amazing. Why are you not following the same goddamn like formula with the legend of Zelda movie? Yeah. I don't like, I don't need a live action legend of Zelda. I don't because there's so much garbage that's going to come along with it. And maybe it won't be as good as we, we hope it is, you know, but a Mm -hmm. freaking animated movie. Sure. It got its, shit right oh it's not mario it's not really mario mythos chris pratt sucks whatever man that movie was fun it paid great homage to the mario franchise and it got it done and it made money and it's gonna get it'll get a sequel so why don't why aren't you building this animated shared universe almost right because eventually you could just be like oh captain n shows up and everybody teams up with him so that's what i'm waiting for actually just to be honest with you yeah yeah, I listen. <laughs> ca- cautiously optimistic. That's right. all I'll say. Cautiously optimistic. Um, and then finally, now you see me three is coming out. I do like those movies. Yes. Um, they're fun movies. Them. Yeah, you know, like I like magic. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, Ruben heist. Fleischer. <laughs> yeah, heist. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, Ruben Fleischer is going to come on to direct uh, the third installment, which they're saying is going to be a reimagining. You know, some of the old characters will be back with some new ones. Um, thing is, with these movies, they cost $75 million, They make $300 million. It's a cash. You know, it, it's good enough. Yeah. But just keep up the quality. That's it. Yeah, that's all. All right. So, movie, or sorry, gaming news. We just did movie news. Gaming news. Uh, Jonathan Rice davies is back as Gimli uh, in the Minds of Moria game. 
he will do any voice. He's like yeah. uh, Anthony, what's his name? Like he'll just do whatever the hell you want him to do. So from Star Wars, who is it? Anthony Daniels. Yeah, Anthony Daniels. I was I kept thinking Anthony Stewart head from Buffy, but yes, Anthony Daniels. <laughs> that just that just rem- yeah. reminded me of the Buffy on his trailer. Yes, I know, <laughs> which is very good. Um, so anyways, that's fine. Uh, Dracula Dark Rain <laughs> is a new game coming to Game Boy Color. So. Again, weird, <laughs> like this 8-bit game is literally coming to this console that, you know, doesn't get games, but trailer looked pretty good. It looked, you know, like kind of like Castlevania type of thing. Yeah. Um, It'll go to, it's I going to Steam, right? As well. That wouldn't, okay, good. That, that, the way it should yeah. because I'm sorry. <laughs> like future digital edition is also planned that will be playable via PC or Mac emulators. Okay. Never mind. Seems like well, it may might be free. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. So that's that's happening for all of you uh Game Boy color people. <laughs> hey, I've just pulled out my PS Vita the other day, so that's true. It's still that working. True. Still working. Yep. That's true. Uh so Barbarian is getting a new video game from the people who did Friday the thirteenth and Evil Dead games, Diversion Three. Um, what does this game look like? I do not know. They didn't really tell you. What do you think? Um, what I think is that I already know what happens to Barbarian, so it's not a surprise anymore. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was a great movie. Um, I watched it again, but, um, I don't know. And I don't like those Friday the 13th type games. I so don't either. I, don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And that's, that's the issue, right? Um, is that we just don't know. <laughs> so hopefully it's decent, but I don't know. Uh, we already talked about Suicide Squad Dream Team, but now Sonic <laughs> is getting a Dream Team. New 3D platformer uh, coming from Sega. You know, I like Sonic games. I still haven't played that newer one, which I still wanted to. This one looks a little bit more akin to Sonic 3D, but it's coming out December 5th, so less than a month. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's weird. It's fast. Yeah, I know. I whatever, man. This is this is a thing. It's like um if you if you can drop these, drop them because what was that open world Sonic Sonic what? Frontiers. Frontiers. Okay. That's yeah. Whatever, man. You're making it. money. And then finally, the Switch 2 is rumored to be a split in half, kind of like the Nintendo DS was, um, so that you can, you know, have both sides of the screen being used. So in the DS, if you're playing Zelda, like the bottom half might be the map, and the top half was the um, the actual gameplay. I am okay with this because of how popular the 3DS was. And Nintendo is the most innovative company of all time as far as video games go. So if they want to go and make a detachable screen, split screen thing, fine. It's just weird. Um, Whatever. This is, it's funny. It's like I I really thought about getting the OLED. And then I did some reading where it's like, don't, it's not worth the upgrade if you 
aren't playing the handheld version of it and if you already have switch don't do it right um so i've been waiting for either the pro or you know the new system to come out and i will buy the new system because i love nintendo um and i think that switch is great um and it kind that that whole concept kind of reminds me of how the wii u worked the wii u remote has that screen on it um and you could do like you played a zelda game but then you could do stuff with that screen for the game so i don't know innovative like you said we'll see what that all looks like i'm sure sooner than later yeah yeah exactly so whatever the announcement really is we'll find out soon enough but they at least have a patent for a split screen console cool and finally, in uh, tabletop news, we have Marvel Magic the Gathering. So as Magic the Gathering continues to add more stuff from non-fantasy um, <laughs> franchises, I don't get this. So here's the thing. Jurassic Park, I was like, okay, it's kind of cool because I love Jurassic Park. And obviously I love Marvel, but like, what does this mean if you're playing a fantasy game? This kind of seems stupid. Yeah, when I read this, I went out and pissed on my old versus cards all <laughs> over them, and then I poured oil on it and threw a match on them because I'm seriously just pissed off about this kind of news. Um, it bothers me. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't play Magic, um, so whatever. But it doesn't <laughs> make it. sense. Does you don't play it? <laughs> so I used to love versus, and then they discontinued it after I spent mucho dinero. So yeah, it just, man, I collectible card games piss me off that's it but i'll still report the news well speaking of collectible card (laughs) games and final fantasy two of your favorite things combined um like what do you think about this so we're supposed to be getting a new you know uh, trading card game of final fantasy um it'll probably make me love trading card games again i'm just joking uh i won't buy it i'll have to look at it though i i actually it's funny because i I went and bought these um, Final Fantasy playing cards that were come out. Oh, nice. They came out like on a 25th anniversary. So they're kind of old, yeah. but it goes through like the art and each like number is lined up with the like Final Fantasy 2 is number two is they'll put stuff on there. Yeah. Um, so that's as far as I'm going to go. And I'll look at these on the internets. I'll say that I love the way that the artwork is for Final Fantasy. And then you're playing like these little sprites that look nothing like the artwork. That artwork, that, cl- yeah. like that, that classic artwork yeah, is yeah. the same guy who did Vampire Hunter D. Really? That's I looked beautiful. it up the other day because I was like, That's this cool. this artwork it looks, looks like, really right? familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really that, cool. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. We'll leave, you, uh, we'll leave all the listeners with that little tidbit of magic. Little tidbit. And speaking of, that's mm. it. That's it 250 is. episodes Ooh. done. That went actually way faster than I thought it was going to go. Hey, I mean, we still have another show to record. We still have Pursuit of Plastic to record. So listen to that if you are a toy hunter and collectible enthusiast. But I just want to say thanks, everybody, to listening to 250 episodes of Towel Light Talk. Um, yeah, right. You know, it's just been it's been awesome. It, it really has. Like, you know, you guys don't know, um, like Chris and I don't get to see each other that often. So it's also a good way to hang out with my best friend. And you guys get to listen to that. So always looking forward to recording a new episode. And I think we did a good one. <laughs> 
Yes, I agree. I am just over the moon about, you know, where this show has gone. Um, I went back, you know, recently and listened to some episodes. Oh, gosh. Um, And it's it's (laughs) interesting, right? The quality, um, how we structured the shows. And now we have like, we've really evolved it to where it is today. And it's just, it's great. I, I I agree. This is I have a lot of fun doing this with you, and I'm looking forward to more. So. That's it. 250 more people. So thanks everybody to listening. Um, Chris, where can you find us? Oh man, we're all, all over those internets. Um, <laughs> don't forget to tell.com, defatentertainment.com, the socials, Defat Entertainment, uh, Defat Ant. Uh, on we are on the IG and the Facebook, so we're we're kind of on the uh, the old school stuff. That's it. Yeah, we haven't crossed over to X or Threads or any of the TikTok yet. We and left, I'm okay. We left, I, we I don't want. To. Yeah, I don't want. To. <laughs> we had a Twitter. <laughs> that that's just it. Uh, so this is Casey saying, go read some comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel.